Hello and greetings, everyone. In the name of Jesus Christ, this is your host, Pastor Moore, and welcome once again to the Force of Faith podcast. Remembering this, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. It brings me great pleasure once again to come before you and to bring forth what God has placed upon my heart. Amen. Let us first pray. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this wonderful opportunity that you give us, Lord, to come to those that are seeking a word from you, O Lord. And we ask you, Lord, that you in turn bless them, fill them, give them a word that will equip them to go forward in this life and to be better in character. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Can you count the number of times that fear has gripped you? It may have been something you could pinpoint and name, or it may have been what is commonly called the nameless fear. You didn't know why you were afraid or what was causing it, but you knew that you were afraid. That fear kept you awake at night. You thought about it during the day. It soon began to affect everything you did. And no matter what you did, that fear wouldn't go away. It just wouldn't leave. Fear takes the forms of many ways, in many ways. We are afraid of a lot of things, including things surrounding Christmas. There is even an official name for the fear of Christmas trees. A very real phobia that is subset and the fear of the tree. There are websites on the internet that dictate to exploring the various kinds of fear that people deal with every day of their lives. Fear is a very real thing and it can control a person's entire life. It may seem rather odd to be talking about fear here at Christmas time, but there was a message spoken by an angel of the Lord in the event surrounding the birth of Christ. It was so important a message that it was repeated several times, almost as if God wanted to emphasize this message to us. God wanted to be sure that we heard these words. So he says the same thing over and over to us. No, it isn't he shall save his people from their sins, though that is important. It wasn't, where is he who has been born to be a king of the Jews? Though that was important, a question also. And it wasn't even glory to the God in the highest and on the earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Though that it's, that's good news of great joy. This message God emphasized to those present at the birth of his son Jesus 
Fear not. That's right. Four times in the events surrounding the birth of Christ, God spoke through his angels and said, Fear not. And I believe that to us today is trying, is what God is trying to speak to us. And that he says to us through the birth of his son Jesus, is fear not. We've skimmed over that message and we are so caught up in everything else that we don't hear those words anymore. Fear not. But if you read the Gospels accounts in Matthew and Luke, you will find that God's angel spoke to everyone to whom he appeared and told them to fear not. Can Christmas really make that much of a difference? What was there about the Christmas that would cause the angel to say that? And what is there about the birth of Christ into the world that chased away fears from the worlds and from the person, their personal lives? If the message fear not was so important that God would have his angels said four times, then perhaps it's important enough for us to look at it a little closer. Why is the real message, Christmas, fear not? Because the birth of Christ shows us God's purpose. In Matthew 1 and 20 and 21, in Matthew's gospel, we find that Mary is betrothed to Joseph. Among the ancient Jews, marriage consisted of three stages, engagement, betrothal, and marriage. The engagement was usually arranged by the parents while the children were very young or by a professional matchmaker. The betrothal period was next and usually lasted for one year. During that time, the girl lived with her parents, but the couple was looked upon as being husband and wife during the stage of betrothal. Unfaithfulness was regarded the same as adultery. After that one year was over, the marriage was completed and the bride went to live with her husband. It was during this period of betrothal, the scripture says that Mary was found to be with child. What a shock that must have been to Joseph. It must have looked to him as though she had been unfaithful to him. There were two things he could do. One, he could make her public, a public example, but the law said that she would then be stoned to death. I believe that Joseph loved Mary too much to allow that to happen to her, so he chose the second option. 
he chose to divorce her quietly, secretly. One night, as Joseph tossed and turned on his bed, trying to decide what to do, God sent an angel to speak to Joseph in a dream. There are 122 times in the scripture when God spoke his word to people through dreams, and that is what he does to Joseph. The angel said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary as your wife. Fear not. And then the angel went on to explain that Joseph would not have to be afraid because God had a purpose. In the first place, Mary had not been unfaithful. In fact, it was her faithfulness to God that resulted in choosing to be the the mother of the Messiah. Second, God had a purpose in causing Joseph and Mary this turmoil. God had a purpose in causing them to risk their reputation. This way, the angel said, stop being afraid because Joseph was afraid. But then the angel revealed God's purpose to Joseph and said, she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. God revealed the mystery of his purpose to Joseph. No one else knew, not even Mary. God was invading human history to redeem his people. That was his purpose, and knowing God's purpose stilled the fear and doubt inside Joseph's heart. That is exactly what the birth of Christ means to us today. Because God had a purpose when he sent his son. We can have our fears calmed. God spoke to our doubts and says, fear not. I've got a purpose in all this. We are reminded of God's purpose every year at Christmas. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said once, Christ is the great central fact in the world's history. To him, everything looks forward or backwards. All the time history covered upon Jesus himself. All the great purposes of God culminated him. The great and most momentous fact which the history of the world records is the fact of his birth. Praise God. This year, share with someone the love that God has placed in your heart and make them aware that they no longer need to be afraid. Now may God bless you and may heaven's best be yours.